What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Audio Theory Podcast with your host, Superfly. Got my boy Danny on the other end. Danny, D-Bar is open. Yo, so we're, we're back to Superfly. We're not going to stick to Kemic? I think Superfly just, I don't know, it kind of rolls off the tongue a little easier. <laughs> um, Kemic is cool, but I want to get back into the rapping game before I do the All honors right. of, of going gonna, by that. You got to drop a SoundCloud uh, video. And yeah, yeah. If you guys subscribe now, we'll say it now because... We don't know how many people, if all three people are getting to the end of our videos. I think we're at so, four now. Okay, four. So if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe now. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. I mean, this episode is called States of the Culture. Um, I believe we're just going to get into uh, the musical differences and nuances between literally different states. Is that correct? Yeah, man, and I mean, the real reason why we wanted to get into this, because despite me and Chemix, aka Superfly, talking every day, the weirdest shit just happened this past week. You want to tell the people? Oh, yeah. So I I had a planned a trip to Austin, Texas with my girlfriend for it was her birthday month. You know how uh, the women do when it comes to their birthday. So she wanted to celebrate for like the seventh time. Um, and it just so happened that, uh, that Danny here fucking sent me a picture of him also in Austin, literally the same weekend. So we of course met up, had a dope ass night at this, this random hookah bar, um, that played probably the most fire hip hop music I've heard at a venue in a long ass time. Yeah. It felt like a concert and like the hookah was great. Um, the vibe was on point. So, and he was there for his birthday as well. So just, it was the most random alignment amongst uh, the universe that happened. Yeah, yeah, it was a dope just experience. Dropped, we just dropped uh, the, the Nipsey episode and I was wearing yeah. one of my Crenshaw shirts that took 17 years to get delivered to me. Right. So I was just like, yo, representing Marathon Continues. And you're like, bro, where the fuck? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so, so random. And that had happened to me before when I, I took a trip to Hawaii and it just so happened one of my friends was there. So I don't I don't know if this is a sign we got to move to Austin. I personally don't Man, want to. I am ready it to was, go. It was I, I'm down to go back, but it it was a little underwhelming for me personally. Maybe, Dude, maybe I, I didn't. I agree with you. So like my thing is that I like that low key vibe, but then you also have the ability to like turn up whenever you want. Yeah. But I, but like my thing was like, yo, everyone's so nice. Yeah, there's not really super- much to do though. If you think like that's the thing. Like I, like you went for what, an extra two days than I did. Yeah. So dude, in my three full days, no bullshit. My like the like the because I had a late flight on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So dude, by two o'clock Sunday, I had five hours to kill. I was like, yeah, I'm ready to go. Like I'm yeah. like, yo, I don't. But now Austin was uh was super dope. But yeah, that was the most amazing fucking like holy shit. Like what? Like Yeah. It was it was it was a dope city. I think yeah, if anything, the barbecue and the how friendly the people were were the two things for me personally that has stood out. What was the um, favorite of your uh, your best meal? Shit, probably it's a tie between we went to this dim sum uh, Chinese restaurant. They had this fire, what they call a volcano shrimp. The restaurant's okay. called Lane Restaurant. Um, we had like 
fried rice, all kinds of standard stuff, but it, it tasted different compared to all the stuff I'm used to in LA. Sure, and sure. And then sure. we went to Terry Black's barbecue. A Rit Franklin's is the famous one, but and all Terry the local Black people. Used to work with him though, right? Oh, I don't know, but I mean. That's why I think the story is like Terry Black used to work with Franklin and open his uh, own spot. He's like, fuck it, like there's there's way too much demand for this for me to not I'm do sorry. my own thing or something. Um. But everyone recommended it. It was actually on my li list originally because I think it popped up in the as the first result for barbecue, and it was super fire, like the nice. best jalapeno cheese sausage I've ever had. Um, sweet corn, like buffet style, so you just like walk up and ask for whatever you want. Um, it was yeah, it was super fire. What about you? Right, so uh, I had same. I got two. Uh, so my goal was I landed first thing Friday morning, like at nine a.m., and I was like, yo. It's a weekday. Yo, let's just go to Franklin's right now. And I was like, they don't open until 11 a.m. Yeah, we're gonna have a chance. It's gonna be right now, like 10 o'clock. Let's just go. Yeah. So like the Uber sees where we're going. He's like, Y'all not gonna eat. I'm like, what's what <laughs> He's like, bro, go somewhere else. Go to Terry Black's. I'm like, nah, man, we gotta go to Franklin's. We gotta go to Franklin's. Uh -huh. No, dude, no bullshit. We pull up in that Uber, that line is three miles deep. I'm just like, fuck. But it's all good. I never went to Franklin. I'll go back with you. We'll, we'll, we'll try it. We, yeah. Said, like, now that we've already gone, I'm more willing to wait in line for five hours. Like, I wasn't willing to wait in line for five hours when I only have three yeah. full days to do shit. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, Torchy, which we went to, was also like a really dope spot. The tacos were phenomenal for me. Uh, and they had like a whole bunch of like pulled pork options. So, like, you're kind of getting the Austin vibe of barbecue. And then, dude, the best brunch I had in a while, I went to this place called Snooze AM. Bro, they had a massive uh, breakfast burrito, French toast. Uh, they had their own kind of champagne on tap. That shit was fire, bro. So, yeah, yeah dude, I feel fat as fuck, though. When I oh, yeah. I felt like a piece of shit as soon as I got back. I just you know, like, straight I, carbs and cheese. That's all I like, was I eating. I worked out for the first time today, so I took Monday, Tuesday off. And, bro, like, those first couple steps to the treadmill, I was like, oh, my God, this is a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it coincidentally at, at work we have like a some like work employee bonding sports day event tomorrow, so I'm excited to fucking take like four hours off just running around doing dumb shit. Bro, no bullshit. I just had a corporate kickball event tonight as well, so like I sweated a bunch there. So I was like, yo, thank God, like I can feel the the fucking pull pork coming out of my pores now. Um, but bro, what, my, honestly, one of the dopest things I remember about besides we'll get into the hookah lounge, dude. But Barton Springs, bro, how dope was that? Like the, uh, the pool um, area. Martin Springs was dope. It was dope. Uh, like you said, it was way too fucking cold to, to go swimming. Um, yeah, I actually it never gets warmer. Like it just tastes yeah. fucking like. Yeah. No, I was going to suck it up because, uh, I was like, fuck, I mean, we spent $9 to, to go here. Um, but I, I didn't come prepared with swimming trunks or towel or anything. So I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to jump in, but at the same time, I don't want to fuck you. I felt like a bitch because we had like toddlers and shit jumping in like it's nothing. Yeah, all the trampoline and shit. Did you guys uh, go for a hike at all? No. Um, we kind of just walked around, went to that uh, the state capitol. Nice. Uh, building, and... We just ate. I think like after a while we just uh 
couldn't find new shit to do and i think that's yeah. when we started getting bored like to your point sunday night we were like we're ready to dip Fact. like we saw a movie the next day we like went to the mall did regular shit we would do in any in any city in any city right you would do that shit right. in fucking chicago or anywhere bro like it doesn't really matter uh, like um but yeah i thought barton springs was cool so if you guys don't know barton springs like a national park almost in austin and you can hike and then they have like this fucking a, a literary spring but they put like a pool thing around it so it looks like a fucking outdoor pool and then yeah. just visually if you look like south you see like the entire city so it just like visual looks up like it's like it's super instagram worthy you know for yeah. all like the the uh the influencers and shit yeah. but um yeah dude austin was fucking great we'll get into like the hip-hop scene in a second uh but what else you got been going on man are you a, a big uh, nba fan fucking the season just started yesterday before we get into that though i didn't tell you yet sarah my girl and i we got trapped in the fucking parking lot elevator uh before we went to pick up our car after we got uh to my workplace from the airport so i parked at my my job like yesterday yeah 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 yesterday so i i, I left my car at my job because it's close to the airport the uber's yeah. cheaper and we're as we're going up the fucking eighth floor all we hear is boom and it everything turns pitch black the numbers on the fucking elevator just you can't make them out it's just straight gibberish and we drop from Get the eighth the floor fuck to out of here. no, I swear we dropped from the eighth floor to the seventh floor, like between the seventh and sixth floor. So we're staring at the fucking wires and shit, and then it slowly goes to the sixth floor finally, and like the none of the buttons work, the door won't open, nothing, and she's like hyperventilating and crying. I'm like trying to keep it cool, pressing the emergency buttons because I've never been in uh in the elevator stuck before. Same. So I'm I'm pushing. <laughs> the button to call somebody. I don't know if it goes to 911, security, but I press the button multiple times. Nobody answers. I press the like emergency bell and it rings this loud ass bell that it sounds like an alien invasion is coming or some shit. Oh my God. And it turns out like the whole, that area of the city had an outage, like randomly. It, it was nowhere else but where we were. Wow. And I'm pressing the button literally for like a solid 10 minutes. I can see security on the first floor. He's not doing shit, probably playing Candy Crush or something. And at this point, I'm more pissed than afraid because I'm like, you got hired this motherfucker and he's not doing anything. Right. Uh, so I'm like getting ready to call 911. But at the same time, I'm like, it's a little extra and I don't want to be here for like three hours. I, I'm kind of hoping someone's just going to leave work late and find us which ended up happening some random people came up to our elevator we all like pried the door open and it like naturally opened we finally got out after like 15 minutes god damn right, so it was some it was a memorable end to the trip yo so i don't know so then talking about scary ass experiences of leaving austin so i don't know if it was by you as well on sunday evening but there was a lightning storm all right oh yeah did you see any of that shit? Yeah, I saw it. It looked like something out of uh, War of the Worlds. Yo, Tom Cruise, that, bro. And like, yo, we're about to take off, and we just stop on the runway for like a good ten minutes, and we just see like lightning, lightning, lightning. So I'm like, all right, they're gonna cancel this fucking flight, and just <laughs> it's not safe to fucking fly, which I'm all good for, bro. Like, yeah. So we we just start taking off though, and the shit's still like, choo, choo, choo. I'm like, <laughs> bro, I kid you not. This is when you know the turbulence is bad when the fucking pilots like. Um, he has to remove 
find the host, the stewardess to take their seats. They're like, cancel all the service, like as far as like tray service, sit oh, down. Damn. And I'm like, holy shit, bro. And I'm telling you, like we were sitting in the back, so obviously you felt more, but we're just like, and <laughs> we're dropping. And I'm just like, bro, what the fuck, bro? Like my tombstone's gonna say born on October 20th, died on October 20th. Like it's gonna be a perfect 20th. No, we can't end this shit on episode six or seven. We gotta no, finish no, no, this no. out. Yeah. But that's funny how you had like a, like a traumatic. I legit like taking off for the first 45 minutes, bro. No lie, it was yeah. fucking terrifying. Yeah. I was like, this is it. Like I'm gonna have to call in dead tomorrow to work, which <laughs> wouldn't be ideal. But I mean, we're alive. We're here. We're alive. We made so- it. So yeah, back to my point. Do you are you? I know. Like I remember you. You told me your brother's a big uh, basketball fan, but yeah. you also as well. He's a straight fanatic. Honestly, I, I, I'm not. I love playing basketball, but I don't really have like a, a team. Um, growing up, I, I kind of was a Laker fanboy naturally, but over time, I kind of just, I kind of like w- stopped watching TV altogether. So I don't really, really? follow too much of anything um, outside of like music and podcasts and shit now. Uh, but he loves the fucking Rockets like to death. I don't know how or why. But he's a, a hardened uh, fanboy. Dude, I remember legit. So I think, I don't know where, maybe you were in the shower or whatever. Like you weren't there, but I remember getting water in your like living room and I overheard him talking outside. And it uh-huh. was legit like a half an hour of just him talking to his boy about like why like certain players sucks and this player is better and I could fuck uh-huh. him up. I was like, bro, this is, I would just <laughs> report this because this is phenomenal right here. Yeah. No, he's trying to, he's literally yesterday hit me up because he's trying to start a, like a basketball related podcast um he'll probably just be talking shit to people the whole time so we'll see how uh, it goes uh actually so yes there was a big game it was uh, the battle of la it was the clippers versus the lakers clippers oh yeah Oakland. um but speaking about podcasts for basketball so i'm actually rocking my boys merch uh so if you guys follow my podcast this is, i had an episode with these guys from new york called uh manny digital and Amelia the poet it's called dribble of dimes Actually, it's a pretty fresh merch for uh, make- so we need to actually come up with some fucking fresh shit like this. That's just oh, all yeah, good. for sure. Um, come in, got soon. my Knicks hat on, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna rep this shit today because we're we have a we don't have a losing record today because we're zero and zero. So today's a good day. <laughs> Always good to have a start with the blank slate, yeah, and then it's gonna be really bad in like two weeks. <laughs> um, all right, man, yeah, let's get to the podcast, bro. So, yeah, we were talking about this, like coming up with ideas. Um, obviously, we'll get into like what's happening in pop culture right now. It's always a fucking epidemic with some shit. But uh, yeah, dude, it was just like you were sitting at the hookah lounge in uh, Austin. So Austin has this. You were telling me LA has the same rule, right? Like a, a lot of clubs and bars close at 2 a.m., right? Yeah, they close at 2, but for whatever reason, who? I mean, I guess because it's not alcohol, hookah bars tend to, to close at like 4 or 5 even. Even LA? Yeah, even in LA. Okay, dope. So I didn't even know that. So we were just like we again. We obviously like we didn't meet up until like eleven, eleven thirty because you got in late. So yeah, we were bar hopping on Rainy Street and in Austin. We're like, damn, bro. Like I'm not really trying to have the night end. And then we saw this massive hookah Mediterranean lounge. We're like, bro, let's go check it out. Yeah. And then we're walking in and it's like, all right, like are they open? Are they closed? And they were like, all right, just chill, chill here and order some hookah. But then the DJ is just playing fucking bangers, like bangers. You would think there was like 400 people in there, the way he was DJing that shit. And it was like 15. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then, yo, the music was fucking phenomenal. So we just got thinking, like, yeah, like, you know, what other spots have we gone to that's like, oh, that's surprising how good it is, or it's surprising, the opposite, like, this is surprising how bad it is. Uh-huh. Um, so we can focus on Austin right now. So, dude, no bullshit. Like, that first night, the music was so good. We legit left, but we're like, yo, let's talk to the owner and be like, yo, we're coming back tomorrow. Yeah. And we're only going to be here. We obviously ended up doing other shit, but we did go back the second night. Yeah. And almost got killed because. Oh, yeah. Some, some, it was, it's always a girl uh, who starts shit. No, like, but it's always a our... busted girl, bro. Like, no offense yeah. to the females. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to say, but yo, busted. And I'm just going off my track record of when I've seen fights break out. It's always some, yeah, busted chick who's just angry just because maybe she's busted or somebody's talking shit. But, like, I don't understand how drama starts at these places because it's always over nothing. Um, but, yeah, she fucked the whole night up for a lot of people or at least made people paranoid. But then both our girls were super excited to fucking see it. I was like, yo, chill. Like, yo, let's not get too excited because homeboy may just come back and be like, fuck everybody. So I'm like, bro, right. we gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but, uh, but night one was super dope. I think we were there for like two or three hours. Bro, the hookah was on point. Uh, no alcohol, but we already pretty much faded from the other spots. But dude, the music was fucking phenomenal. And I, I guess right now in Austin, because I think Megan the Stallion's from, I'm pretty sure she's from Houston, Texas. Bro, they were playing like every single Megan Thee Stallion feature. Literally. And bro, I was so impressed because like, yo, those fucking verses she has here and there. Poof, bro, that yeah. the vibe was fucking great, bro. Great. Yeah. No, hearing her verse, I pretty much every single song that was played, I, I personally wasn't familiar with. But after hearing it, I'm like, damn, she for sure is when it comes to female rappers or even rappers in general is next up. And I commend her. Uh, lyrical ability for sure. For like, sure. Those are slappers. We played a lot of the baby, which we obviously, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and then it was a lot of young thug. But yeah, it was a lot of shit we both hadn't really heard on our own. So it's nice yeah. when you're out having a good time. Like, oh, like, because sometimes I think, like, yo, I want to hear my four or five, like, songs and now I'm going to get in a good mood. But it was cool to, like, listen to other shit, but was obviously still, like, hip hop at its core. And yeah. it was still, like, a really dope, good time. Um, but what about the other bars we were hopping around? Did you enjoy the music scene there? Yeah, it was cool. I mean, it was pretty, it's like your standard music scene. They played top 40, sicko mode, regular shit. So I, I can't say I was impressed. I was just uh, satisfied. I yeah, I kind of expected it and I was satisfied. Except for that one bar we went to. They, they had this big ass dance floor, like 300 people in the pit. And these big ass speakers, but for whatever reason, it sounded like they're playing it on a beat beats pill or like Bro, one of the, the JBLs. Yeah. Like, yeah. iPhone six in the, in a glass cup. Yeah. Like it was like <laughs> literally the worst sound I've heard at, at any bar ever. I don't understand. Yo, but the dopest club though. Like if that shit yeah. had music. <laughs> that, like, yeah, I would have like my wedding there. That's how dope the venue was. Yo, cause the people don't know this is club on rainy street, Austin, Texas called container. And it's literally a bunch of containers of trucks. They like cut open and like set multiple floors on it. You walk through it. There's bars in the containers. Like this shit visually is phenomenal. And then to have like no sound system is just yeah. And it was still packed. Like I don't... yeah, it was packed. People were maybe pretending to dance, paid to dance. I don't know. But that shit was it was disappointing. I don't think any amount of alcohol could have 
save that no, musical no, 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 no. experience. You can see, we legit took like three shots for my birthday, and I was fine. But yeah. Yeah, that, so that place was all right. But I kind of like I don't know. I felt like like you we would walk by and walk into like Augustine's and like the other spots and like they would play like a couple songs back to back. Like all right, this is gonna be fire. Yeah. And then you're like yeah, it just goes back to like top forties or like random pop hits. I'm just like yeah. Like I'm not trying to hear it, but I get right. it right. That's a college town, like a right. lot of females. I think the ratio in like Austin, like in Texas, University of Texas, like sixty to forty, like girls to guys. So I get it. Yeah. Like girls aren't trying to like dance to some hood shit. I'm like fuck, bro. Like, cause they kind of tease you with it. It's like, yo, let me give you some like old fucking like Beanie Siegel. Uh-huh. And then they fucking follow with like Katy Perry. I'm like, bro, who the yeah, fuck like is no here? consistency whatsoever or like good transitions. Facts. So what about like, so you just mentioned when you, uh, when you were in Hawaii, you bumped into a friend. How was the music scene out there when you went out? Um, in Hawaii, honestly, I, I never dabbled into the, the nightlife scene there too, too much, but they, they're super hell bent on like the Hawaiian reggae scene, Really? which, which I got into. I didn't even know it was a scene. Yeah. So it's, it's a huge scene. Um, I mean, they like regular, like Jamaican reggae too, but, um, they have like a handful of Hawaiian reggae artists who dominate the scene. I started listening to them when I first started working because I was trying to de-stress and like just find some shit to keep me calm. And then eventually I was like, oh, this is some of these artists are actually pretty dope. Nice. Um, so it's a lot more mellow, nothing too gritty. I imagine it's the same as what you'd find in Austin. Like if you want to find a hip hop club, it's going to be the generic uh top 40 shit that you would hear basically anywhere right um because they probably don't even really have that big of a market for like what we found at the hookah bar or anything anyways like super ratchet shit yeah that was um, no, no bullshit like, i'm not trying to like exaggerate like that was like the trap bro like that was like a trap fucking mm-hmm. hookah like there was some grimy ass, i loved it there was just some grimy ass people at that yeah. lounge. You know? yeah no it was dope and it was so weird how like it was literally 30 feet from the bars with like the more yeah. fratty people who are clearly into just college fratty music yeah. to get drunk with a bunch of girls. But over here you had this like hood ass, like underground scene, just a block away. It is yes, crazy I, how I, like I knew something was going to go down at some point when the security guards who were all strapped, by the way, like sometimes oh, yeah. security guards have like, you know, flashlights, yeah. Strap and smoking butts. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, <laughs> they were taking hits from a fucking weed. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Right. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was probably the dopest spot, I thought. I mean, other spots were cool to, like, drink and have shots. But as far as just, like, vibing to, like, amazing music, for sure. That Whatever that hookah lounge is in Austin on Rainy Street, go there. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so where else have you been recently? Uh, where you, you were in Cancun, what, like... Three months ago? Four months ago? No, I was in uh Oh, Mexico City. But that was that was way back in, in March. Okay, but how was um, the scene out there when you went up? The scene was dope. I mean obviously a more like Latin infused vibe. So they still like, play right, top right, forty top shit. Yeah. But they would still play like I think Bad Bunny kinda dominates that scene. Or has dominated that scene for like the Bad. past year. Um, so he was all over the place, but I, I like those vibes because it's like it's like reggae, rap, dance hall, and like Latin, it's like salsa type music all in one. Yeah. Um, and the, it, the music's just a lot more diverse and 
they seamlessly transition from one song to another. Nice. Uh, and it, it was just a cool experience because, like, yeah. Also, I, th- I feel like in Latin culture, dancing's big too, so people actually want to dance. Whereas at other places, they're just getting fucked up, like passing out in the corner, and like no one's really. Everyone wants to dance, but just for whatever reason, doesn't do it because they're too shy or no one's doing it, yeah, they just yeah. don't think it's cool or whatever. But then you'll have dudes and girls all dancing. Like it doesn't matter what song it is, everyone just wants to have a good time. So I think the the culture of the people definitely plays a role in like the scene itself too because even at Koyo in Miami like everyone was jumping around to, to those tracks and like I feel like Miami doesn't even fucking count bro because we're so like I mentioned before we're so spoiled down here man like I went to a party like two weeks ago I mentioned on the podcast um do hip-hop reggae reggaeton just seamlessly going back and forth and yeah. again obviously a super brown crowd so they're catering to the audience but still phenomenal man like the music scene here is ridiculous yeah um I'm trying to think about some other scenes we wouldn't think super dope bro i'm not even gonna lie so shout out to my boys uh mad star base in new delhi india bro like these two guys are fucking killing it uh, i'll post one of their pictures right here uh i'll send it to you to post like right. yo my boys are fucking killing it bro like hip-hop uh but the cool thing is they're, they're very aware of their like indian heritage and they'll play a dope like hindi beat and then drop like the baby or some sure Sheck West on it. Like this uh-huh. shit. I'll send you some SoundCloud shit, bro. Like they're actually like fucking killing it right now. So and like they actually DJed the wedding at I went to in Portugal because obviously like mutual friends like they sh- they were at the wedding and, and brought all their DJ shit. Yeah. Like the fact that yeah like these guys are in India where you would never think you're walking to a club and gonna see like that right like yo. I, they, you know, they put a lot of like hip hop DJs out here to shame, bro. And like, it's amazing. Cause like, again, they're like, they're like I said, 28, 31 years old. They know what's hot, but I guess they have it from literally two different cultures. So it's always cool when that can like mash like nicely. Cause sometimes like people try to force cultures to work. Right. Yeah. That just doesn't like, doesn't work. Like you can't just take a fucking random like Indian beat and throw some fucking hip hop on it and, or vice versa. It's sure. just not gonna work. So. Yeah, These guys yeah. have been doing this shit for a while, so I would say definitely when if you ever come with me to India or you ever go to India by yourself, like you'll be surprised how dope the uh, the hip hop scene is out there. Um, dude, where else has been pretty fucking crazy? Um, yo, Charlotte, well, shout out to Charlotte when I lived in Charlotte, because um, the baby's from there. And yeah. bro, no bullshit. When I was in Charlotte, I didn't even know they were fucking Charlotte rappers, but the clubs and the lounges out there were definitely like. You could find some like hood ones, and that shit was like lit. But it had they playing Petey Pablo. Nah, he's like the only. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's yeah. When I back in the day, like the only fucking North Carolina rapper I knew was fucking Petey Pablo. So. North Carolina, go on. Well, he had like one more hit after that, right? That's always Sierra. Oh, Freak Freak Leak and uh. Whatever this, did he do with was one with Sierra, or was it just a, a little John beat that sounded exactly like something Sierra did? Yeah, you might be right. He you did a song right. with somebody. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, no, he was hot three, for that so like, But yeah, the hip hop scene in Charlotte is super dope, super strong. Um, again, I think Rap City's from Charlotte too, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, dude, Charlotte's on the map right now, and like in the overall hip scheme, but. I think they have a really solid fucking base out there when it comes to like if you want to go have a good time and actually listen to some proper hip hop, 
There's some, uh, yep. there's some shit out there. How about you? Any other spots that come to mind when you think about like your travels recently? Uh, one, one experience, at least my cousins felt was disappointing. So we went to Jamaica for okay. the first time as like a big ass family for my cousin's wedding. Um, we had done this same trip when I was like five years old. So I don't, or not even five. I was like three. Um, it was like the whole family. So like, we were like 30 deep, right. but this time it was the same thing, but we're all of course older. Um, and we were staying in a villa that was kind of like in the outskirts. So it wasn't near like the mainstream clubs and shit. We had to take like a, like a $50 sh two hour shuttle or something to, to go in town. Um, I mean, when you got like brewing a bunch of green, it makes the ride a little more enjoyable, yeah, but, sure, but, um, so a fucking mission, but yeah, yeah, but we were trying to go to like some super underground grimy Jamaican club where my, Jamaican club where motherfuckers are doing like gymnastics and like grinding on each other, like, like upside down on the walls and stuff. Yeah, like something from out of a Sean Paul video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sure. And we did, I guess, I think we asked the driver and he took us to this one spot. It was pretty dope because they had uh, some dude like randomly cooking jerk chicken uh, outside of the club for like a dollar. So we just had like a big ass stick of jerk chicken while we we're posted up with uh, our red striped beers but we went into this club and they were playing fire music but for whatever reason everyone was lined up around the perimeter of the the bar and nobody was in the middle dancing at all and we thought they were maybe waiting for like the drop or like some super dope ass <laughs> song to come on but like everyone was like zombies just like posted up like waiting for people to, someone to dance and like everyone was disappointed because we thought like this spot was it and was gonna like change our night and we were gonna be dancing for like seven hours straight but uh that didn't pan out so we were kind of disappointed uh, jamaica let us down that time um but i guarantee this yeah he probably took us to like a warm-up scene so i'm sure there's way more underground scenes that were probably dope maybe he didn't want us to get fucking robbed or something and he just didn't <laughs> take us there fucking so end up tied up to a palm tree or some shit so <laughs> If he spared our lives, I mean, I'm thankful. Kudos, kudos to him. Well, but that was that was like one of the more disappointing ones. Uh, but I, I guarantee you can find good music uh, in Jamaica. Uh, within the U.S., though, um, I mean, I can't say I've been to, I've been to like most of the major states, like a New York yeah. or Florida, and even Atlanta. And the music has been pretty much on par with what I expected. I, I've never really gone to any of those places and been like super disappointed. I feel like a lot of DJs tend to just play it safe and play um, top 40. So they kind of get away with it. Which I hate though, bro. Cause that's what I get yeah. going back to being spoiled here. And even like, so I get what I think we appreciate appreciated about that hookah lounge was that they were playing shit we never hear on the radio. Yes, so it's like, yo, this sure. is fire. And like, yeah. it all was fucking like, super aggressive like texas beats i'm like yo this is fucking insane right now yeah. um but what i hate is like i dude i again i am i get i am so spoiled in miami that every major dj comes here bro but i want my dj to take me on a fucking journey like just okay so for example just blaze was is always out here and dude he'll drop the sample of a song you know and then play the song you know and yep. like is explaining to you like yo 
this Dipset song you love came from a fucking 70s beat of some like country song. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, explain shit to me, bro. Like, mm -hmm. and these guys are just fucking playing, all right, I'll play 15 Travis Scott songs in a row. And it's like, bro, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, that's fake DJing. Right, like, yo, I could do that shit. Like, yo, I, I did. I literally did do that shit in college. <laughs> and I mean, I got paid to do it, so fuck it. But... Right, right, right. That's, I guess, that's not yeah, it's real also all the owners, like, depending, like, if they just want to make money, like, I get it. Yeah. Um, but, dude, so going to New York, though, because obviously, like, being raised in New York, but I didn't really go clubbing until, like, a later age because I, was, I wasn't living there uh, in my early 20s. So if we went to New York for your birthday, that random, like, bar we found was super dope. Like, the music there oh, yeah, was yeah, yeah. insane. Like, that was, like... In I don't the, remember I think, the name of that place. Yeah, me either, but that was, like, random, bro, because they were playing, like early 2000 hip-hop and then bringing it forward to like new age shit like that was like surprisingly good so that was impressive but bro i went back yeah. to new york like literally like six months later this super nice rooftop bar bro rooftop club so i'm thinking and it's like it's catered towards like latinos and like african-americans right so i'm like yo it's gonna be amazing reggaeton hip-hop i'm gonna go on a fucking journey Literally the most beautiful fucking rooftop view you ever gonna have. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna fucking vibe out right now. Bro, I get there. My man is playing Nelly nonstop. I'm like, bro, what the fuck is happening right now? And then he'll drop in like a random ludicrous hit from back in the day. Like, I'm not saying they're bad rappers, but like, I, but like, that's not the vibe. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to hear that shit. Like we mentioned before, like, there's timeless music. Bro, no offense, Nelly and ludicrous shit is not timeless. No. Like, I know exactly what time country grammar came out. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. that's like, that song was made from <laughs> those early 2000s, right. and that's it, bro. Like, exactly. Yes, it's nostalgic to hear that shit, but like, when I just like all these, like, I'm gonna fuck, all these white girls getting super excited when that shit drops. You said it. Like, you said it, and that's exactly what I wanted to say. I'm like, bro, why are we playing this shit? Like, why? <laughs> because some bitch requested it, and it was like, Yo, I'll suck your dick after the show if you played Nelly Hot in Here 14 times in a row. Fuck, bro. So, yeah, so I was in this pub in New York. Again, gorgeous bitch. Pub on the fucking 45th floor, overseeing everything. I'm like, bro, like, this can't be the vibe. And, yo, it was going on for, like, 50 minutes, bro. Yo, so I'm not going to lie. This is where I put my, like, music snobbery hat on. Yo, I went to the manager. And I was like, listen, like, it's my aunt's birthday. Your other DJ is still here at the bar. Like, I will help you pay him to go back on. And bro, they did it. Like, they switched them out. Oh, I was shit. like, listen, I'm not trying to be a dick, but like, yo, it's only fucking 11.30 at night. I'm trying to be here since like four in the morning. This is not going to work for me. Like, this, I don't go, <laughs> like, I know it came across Snooper like, bro, like, what's wrong with you? But like, he even got it. He's like, yeah, you're right, bro. Like, like yeah, this guy's just not doing it right. Like, no one was dancing, but like, to your point, like, bro, there's a massive dance floor. Fucking the weather's perfect. Everyone's drunk. Like, why is no one dancing? I'm like, yo, the DJ is trash, bro. Like, the DJ's the most important person at these fucking clubs. Like, you've got to sure. come correct, bro. Because otherwise, like, that entire atmosphere is just like, you want to go somewhere else? You want to mm -hmm. check that? Like, so, like, yo, like, that was the one time I had to fucking, like, yo. Because in the past, I would just leave. It's like, yo, let's go somewhere else. Yeah, I was like, yeah. nah, bro, this is a spot. He's not the guy, though. So let's fucking get mm -hmm. some fucking yeah, no, the DJ is everything for sure. Even like the the bars I go to, like some of them are objectively just grimy. I probably wouldn't take somebody who's visiting there unless I knew for a fact they appreciate music. Right, right, right. But like for me, 
like that's what i go for literally i don't care like how fancy the decor is i mean it, it helps like if it's a rooftop bar yeah, with some helps. space and yeah, shit yeah. like yeah i like that but at the same time like if the dj is not on point then that just ruins my whole experience and i'm gonna spend now, some, you know, my like, money somewhere else back to austin bro like we were in dancing but we were vibing the fuck out like bro it was the hookah lab like yo you should probably post one of the videos we in your story oh, oh, sure. yeah bro, i'll post it, it right like here hookah, and it was just like us like just fucking loving life bro like that was well, the vibe and like it was phenomenal and there was literally tw- I, no exaggeration to our listeners and like viewers no more than 20 people including the people who worked there at that bar and it was fucking great amazing so again, like I guess the whole point of this episode is like, yo, like, dude, we should honestly come out with a blog of like top five hip hop spots to check out in every major city in America. That would be a, a good thing to start. Let's right? Like, yo, like, like, yo, like properly research, like, yo, these are the top five places for all hip hop heads, dance hall heads. Like, here you go. And so people yeah. like don't have like that. Cause bro, it's kind of disappointing when you like buy a drink and you're like, damn, I had to fucking chug this shit now. Cause like, I don't want to be here. Like, right. <laughs> No, that's always the worst feeling and it's really hard to find a good spot because like when i look at reviews i mean it's it's a good idea or it gives me a good sense of what i can expect but it's it's always hit or miss regardless unless you actually go there yourself and when yeah. you spend the uber to get there and everything you feel forced to stay ah. even if it sucks especially in la because we everything's so spread out so it's like once you get there you just, if you don't like it you either get really drunk and make the best of it or you just go home or you suck it up and spend the money to go back to the spot you always go to so, Dude, so my, I, don't, again, I don't know if it's a fucking like eight feet tall but like yo if i'm not feeling the music like no matter how many shots i take i'm never gonna get where i want to get you know what i mean like it's just like yeah. like i'm already like tuning this shit out it's like damn bro like i'm just drinking empty calories right now like this is <laughs> no i feel you that that is true I think for me, I, I I automatically go into like, what what drunk food am I gonna eat mode? Yeah, okay. Like if I'm not feeling, I'm like, fuck, a, a burger sounds really good right now. Well, and then I try to convince everyone I went to dip. Yep. Damn, yo, I'm actually mad at myself, bro. Speak, I, I didn't go to In-N-Out my last trip over there. I fucked up. I have a love-hate relationship with In-N-Out. Like I only go there when people when I'm on a road trip or when people who've never been or who are visiting need to go. Back and the to- animal fries are fire. What's up? Last time I was there, you took me. Well, the second last time I was there, we literally went from the airport to In and Out. Like it was like yeah, yeah, right away, and it was fire. It was good. I think I have to be in the mood for it though. Yeah, yeah like mentally or obviously just high. It's like all right, it's just a yeah, part. right. All right, Ben. So that's our states of the culture. Hope that was helpful. Uh, you want to get to heat of the week, bro? Before we get yeah, let's to do it. like uh, trendy topics. Yeah, I actually heard uh, this dope new track from an artist I've been following. You actually heard him on the way back from um, Coachella, and you said he sounded like the weekend, which is very true. His name okay. is, I believe, Anders. He might go by Anders, but it's okay. spelled A N D E R S. So it's like R and B. Yeah, R and B like trap like whatever you want to consider the weekend like dark r&b or something um he's this asian dude from canada and he released a track with oh i remember is this the weekend like (laughs) yeah he literally like 
if someone said it was the weekend back in the day or something, you would believe believe me. Um, and he released a track with Rich the Kid that is super fire. It's called oh, uh, Sticky Situation. It's like a play on words because he's he's uh, rapping about or singing about um, smoking weed. Okay. So get it sticky situation, weed sticky, blah blah blah, ha ha ha. Anyways, <laughs> the beat yeah, is fucking yeah. dope. Yeah yeah, the beat is dope. The chorus is dope. The the music video is super dope. It's kind of weird, but it like fits the vibe. Um, and on that note, it, it's interesting because Rich the Kid has been doing a lot of features with Asian artists over the years. So I don't know. If, bro, that's the vibe, bro. Like, I don't know if that's his his doing, like being a business minded person, or if they're reaching out to him because he has like a deal going on right now. Like, yo, if you're Asian, my my verses are ten grand, but if you're not, they're thirty five. Who bro, knows? I don't know, bro. But if it's a business decision, bro, because all this like K-pop shit, that's just booming right now, bro. So get in while it's fucking cheap, because oh. it's gonna be hard to get a feature in the future. I think Dip, like Major Lazer, just dropped a fucking song with like a K-pop group, and bro, that's just all in Korean. So I'm yeah. like, bro, like, holy shit, like, I, I get, yeah. I mean, it, the song was fire. I think Asian music is on the rise. So whoever's in the game should definitely be collaborating with some of these artists. Uh, but your heat, the heat of the week is Anders. What's the name of the song? Sticky Situation. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Featuring featuring Rich the Kid. Perfect. All right. So my heat of the week is honestly becoming like a song that I overplayed a little bit. I'm like not liking it that much. But I, I, I'm joking. I love the fucking but I, I, I legit overplayed this song. Like, no bullshit. I heard it for the first time and played that shit like 30 times in a row, bro. Like, no bullshit. Which one? Um, Yo, so my heat of the week is an artist who I fell in love with like two years ago, and then he kind of fell off to me, but was still putting out music. Yo, Russ and Bia. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Bro. That song is fire, I'll admit it. Fire, bro. Fire, yeah. yo. And the visuals in his like Insta videos. Uh, first of all, he has Rihanna walking to the song, because they have like uh, the best on earth, sorry, called best on earth. They have like a best on earth challenge. And like a, just like a girl in like slow motion listening to the song. Bro, he even picked my favorite Instagram thought, Kataya. Wait, so did, did you hear about the song from her? No, no, no. I heard it okay. from uh, Everyday Struggle. Shout out to Everyday right. Struggle. Uh, but please enter Kataya's video right, right here. I will. And it's going to get flagged. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It's worth it. Yo, but that song, but fuck whoever's like, spot, like yo, that, beat, that song is fire, bro. Like. Cause they they uh they sample the Trillville fucking like the the band like the ee, 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 like throughout like yo that yeah. shit is wow like yo that, I was in like there was like I've been like enjoying like certain albums coming out but it hasn't been like one song that I'm like yo that's a banger in a while and like this this was it for me. Do you think this is on that note? Do you think this is gonna be like his? Cause Rihanna endorsed the single. Um, do you think this is gonna be like his? The moment where he can remove the so-called L that he's been having forever. Dude, we say an L, but this motherfucker is rich as fuck, bro. So I don't think he's taking an L's, but do you think like regular yeah, ass kids who like, hasn't like even yeah. when he dropped that great first album, he never was like on the cover of like every. It wasn't that fucking the BT award. I get what you're saying for sure. No, I think it might be, bro, because again, he took a fucking a familiar beat we everyone who loves hip hop knows. But then he's singing on it, and then he added a little bit to it, and then, yeah, that that fucking Rihanna cosine is fucking insane. So, 
Yeah, no, that dude. I think that's gonna. It may be his like his what ascends him to fucking fucking being like at the forefront of what like hip hop is. Cause like, bro, why not, dude? He's a good looking dude. Pause and like, he sings. Hoes like him. Like, why the fuck not? Yep. I never heard of that girl on the track though. Bia. I never heard of her shit before. She was like, she was spitting some shit. I, yeah, I've literally never heard it. I have never heard an article mention her name. I've never heard anything yeah, from her bro. before. But now she's gonna be a superstar so we'll see I, I honestly, like, we it. should check into like our next podcast like where this song lands on the fucking charts this week yeah i really think this shit might be like a top 25 hit like out of yeah. nowhere and i Which, think that rihanna co-signed to your point is is huge huge bro that bitch has like fucking 75 million followers on instagram like yo like and she rarely posts yo like, music related especially yeah yeah, that's so, yeah, it's All right, so speaking of like people dropping new music though, um, I haven't heard the song yet, but you were telling me like there's a, a whole bunch of like internet controversy about like the new Frank Ocean song. Yeah, well, I think the controversy is more so. I guess he had some sort of like LGBT party or whatever, and like I guess he didn't address some certain issues. I don't want to be misquoted because I, I don't know the controversy behind yeah. it, but I know the LGBT community supposedly is upset with him. Um, and the funny thing is uh, in the song, like he explicitly, I guess, alludes to like homosexual behavior because he says and he is a boy toy. My boy toy sucks me like a Hoover or something. And then he said, my boy toy rides me like a Uber or ride me like a Uber. So, something along those lines. He's clearly guy on guy stuff. Which is weird. Obviously, we all know he's been gay for a while, but he, in his yeah. lyrics, he's always talking about a girl, though. Yeah. Or he, like, doesn't use. No, yeah, there's no gender. Like, there's no gender. The song itself is cool. It's like what people are saying is a vibe. Like it's something to, to ride out to, but it's nothing that makes me personally say like, yo, I really need an album from this dude. And I feel like when people are, when artists are like reclusive, like he is, like once you reach stardom and then you disappear like a Kendrick or a Frank Ocean or who, or Beyonce, all you have to do is fucking give the people a little taste of something. And then it's automatically classic. It's fire. It's the best shit ever. It's, uh, you know a sign that a new album's coming yeah and people lose their minds for me i don't really have an artist that i feel that way with except for some um so i'm i'm personally just like whatever is cool i liked his old shit a lot more um personally but but we'll see yo but it's funny you say that because like i was just um like when i was pulling up here i was like pull, pulling around on my like instagram and I guess Selena Gomez has fucking changed like hip hop to pop super quick, like it's fucking Austin DJ. Um, <laughs> Selena Gomez dropped the song for like the first time in like three or four years, and dude, the internet's fucking losing their minds, like losing their minds. They're like, oh, she's yeah. talking about Justin Bieber. Haley Bieber's offended, and it's like, holy shit, bro! Like this is not even a good song. You're just fucking so hyped that she even graced the fucking studio in the past four years. Like, calm the right. fuck down, like. Yeah. But yeah, that's still like you kind of like build your own hype by just like not putting out shit, which is fucking, which is why I respect Drake so much because like Drake puts out like a new something new every year. Like you're gonna yeah. get something. Yeah. Um, 
which kind of makes sense to, if you think about Kanye, bro, like Kanye did drop that album, I guess last, well, two summers ago, not this past one, the one previously. But bro, this hype for fucking Jesus is King is getting out of hand now. Like, I just yeah. like, they, they keep saying we're gonna get this album this Friday, which is, they say October 25th. But bro, I'm I'm almost like 100%, 100% sure we're not getting that fucking album. I mean, even if we do, like, my expectations are, I'm pretty skeptical nowadays. Like, I, I don't have any high expectations except for a select few artists, like a Post Malone or some shit. Like, those are the people I expect to deliver. But recently, more recently, Kanye has been hit or miss. Like, some of his tracks are super fires. Other ones, I'm like, this is just some weird rant shit so and then not to be like a fucking like complete stereotype but he's also not going to be cursing on this album which is super wait it's just like is he like going full-fledged uh gospel on this thing well yes and no so like the thing is like it's still going to be rapping and hip-hop right but if you think about it he has so many songs on his albums that are like already got like like so many songs once you break it down they're like there are gospel songs so i'm not saying it's not going to be dope but, like, he's also, like, a super funny dude. So, for the fact that he's not even going to be, like, saying, ah, bitch, ah, motherfucker. Like, like bleach, like, getting bleach on my t-shirt because you're an asshole and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Like, that's, yeah. like, why I love Kanye. Like, the fucking, like, like comedic part of him. So, like, the fact that that's going to be gone is, like, ah, that kind of sucks. But, again, to each their own, everyone's entitled to fucking grow and develop however they want. But as a fan, like, I'm like, damn. Yeah. I mean... To go back to like the episode where we talked about hip hop um, culture in general and just stereotypes and shit like that, I guess this is a sort of change we kind of deep down know is the right the right path, but we don't want to see it because we're accustomed to listening to a certain type of vibe or message. Not that. I mean, you could still be funny and curse and still have a positive message, but I think to us, it's, yeah, cause curse it's just is not. not a bad it's, thing. Yeah, it's. It, I think it ultimately depends on the the message. And Kanye's never really promoted, in my opinion, anything too negative relative to what. Hundred percent. The rest of the other rappers are yeah, rapping he's about. He's never killed anyone on a fucking record, so like, yeah. or thought about it but yo speaking of artists you just mentioned dude i just went for my fifth post malone experience on monday dude phenomenal bro phenomenal 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 uh so unlike when i saw him for the beer bongs and bentley set with you um at rolling loud because remember that set he only did a couple songs from his new album it was all like old shit so for this one he did all his new shit and his old shit so it was great. Okay. But what sucks, and we can kind of get into this topic right now too, is that for his new album, which we both agree was, I, I loved it. I, I know you liked it, enjoyed it as well. But bro, the songs are getting shorter and shorter. And then because the people he's featuring on the songs aren't with him, bro, he's legit completing songs in like a minute. And I'm just like, like yes, you <laughs> sound amazing, but yo, he did like an hour and 15 minute set. Dude, I think he did 70% of his new album and knocked that shit out like in 20 minutes. Damn. Yo, no bullshit, bro. Like, like, yo, cause think about it. Like, the song with the baby, like enemies, that's a two minute and 45 second song. The, and the, the chorus baby, is what? Like half of it? 
Right, and the baby raps for like a minute. So his part's only like a minute long. So like, he did the hook twice, his verse, and that's it. That's yeah. it. I mean, I liked it. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, but I'm just like, damn, bro, like you really just did your entire album in like 20 minutes. Yeah, no, that is wild. With someone like Post, I kind of do appreciate it only because I think you and I both like so many songs of his that like you're almost torn between getting like the full version of 15 songs we love or like a snippet of the hundred songs we love. Right, right, right. So it's almost like the whole like American Idol thing, right? They don't perform the entire three minute song. They just do like a kind of like a melody of it. So I yeah. get but it was just funny to me. I'm like, yo, this fucker's like legit knocking out these songs in like 55 seconds. Like, like, like it was just like, uh, that's wild. And then <laughs> have like a dramatic pause at the end and like, all right, new song. Like, where's this fucking go? <laughs> Did he have his same like go to little spiels about how like follow your fucking dreams? Like, people yeah, say dude, congratulations. That was, dude, that was it. He's like, yo, follow your dreams. Um, if I'm fucking here, you can be here. Which again, it's, 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 I, I, I appreciate that shit. He sounded fucking amazing though, bro. I think that's like the biggest thing me and you take away. I, like, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but like when we first saw him live, we're like, bro, how the fuck does he sound so clear? Mm -hmm. And we're like, Yo, it has to be fucking like lip singing. And then it's yeah. not. And we're like, holy, like how the fuck, bro? Like, no. So that's like, that was still the most amazing thing. I had fucking like, I got hooked up with floor seats. That was an even better experience. Um, dude, Sway Lee opened for him and he was like two rows ahead of me as far as like he came down. So that was cool. But um, yeah, dude, that was, that was, I mean, I mean, I'm, anytime I have a chance to see Post Malone, I'm not see him, bro. Like it's just, yeah. But what's wild, bro, like literally if you, if you rewind a year and a half ago, I saw him in Fort Lauderdale at a fucking bar for $15. And that bar was the size of probably like your, like, dude, like, like a, someone's apartment. Like that's how tiny it was. And then uh, fast forward a year and a half later, I paid $150 to see him in a fucking arena. You know what I mean? Like, that's good wild. for him. That's, that's wild. So that's why, like, when he's saying that message, like, follow your dreams, like, dude, my man was legit playing in dive bars a year and a half ago. And, like, look at you now. Like, on yeah. a fucking worldwide global tour selling out fucking arenas. Like, that's sick. Um, and as far as, like, one more thing I know you want to get into, bro, because we, we follow this one page on Instagram. I think it's called Izzy Dre. Yeah, Izzy Dre. Shout out to Izzy Dre, the most underrated Instagram page you can find. Yo, if him, you like dirty memes. Super villain, and Mr. Left Hand. Yo, yep. fire. <laughs> Those three. <laughs> Never fail to entertain me, ever. At all, bro. We're having a rough night. I'm like, all right. Let's <laughs> But yo, so was that like a, a fucking podcast that like tanked the yeah. singer at like a one hit back in like 2000? Yep. So Angela Yee from The Breakfast Club has this like, I think it's a more of like a female oriented show called Lip She's Service. It's like a crossover show, right? She has yeah, they talk about like shit. dating and shit like that. Um, and I guess the started, the started, the topic started off um, talking about cheating or something. And I guess Tank was trying to make an analogy and it just went completely left. And he said something along the lines of, if you suck dick twice and decide you don't like sucking dick after that, that means you're not you're not gay because you made up your mind that you don't like it. And people have decided to cancel him, fucking threaten him and- say, Well, first say, of all, we're not canceling him. My nigga's been canceled. Like, like no one's listening <laughs> to tank music right now, so like- I know, I'm like, that. that's funny in itself is, like 
I actually do like some of his music, but what canceling are you doing? Because yeah, like if Andy, we're bringing him back. Like this is making him the most popular he's been in like 15 years. But, well, that's it's sad if if his real fans are canceling him because then who yeah, else yeah. is gonna be there? But yeah, it's it's pretty wild. I don't know where like what convinced him that this would be something that most people would understand or like agree with unless he's doing it to troll dude troll or get attention but like yo like think about like you and i do this it's what our seventh episode together like bro it takes us a while to get in our element so like even though like he's known like he's been performing in front of like thousands of people for like the past however many years like a podcast radio show is not his element so he probably thinks he needs to say some outlandish shit or like maybe he's not even thinking and he's just talking yeah so like bro like not everyone can make this shit look easy and like clearly he there's no i i don't think he planned to fucking literally come across like it dude it ended up it, it made it seem like he sucked dick before it was like yeah i did it twice not a big deal yeah. <laughs> what that's literally what it, it sounded like like he was justifying it like yo i did it a couple times and i didn't like it so now it's like how the fuck does that even make sense unless Bro, it's like, you I, have like a, i think maybe like a friday movie or like some movie where it's like the guy was trying to like justify like well i'm not gay because he sucked my dick i'm like oh yeah what <laughs> no, i think that was in uh it might have been friday too but um harold and kumar yes, they went to yeah. fucking uh, guantanamo bay and the dude's like you want a cock meat sandwich he's like he's like you're the one gay for sucking my dick like what no <laughs> The fuck? <laughs> yeah, and it's, to explain, he's like, no, no, like he's the gay one. And we're like, no, no, we get it, bro. But you are too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, who knows what okay. what went through his head? But that was, it, it looks crazy, honestly. Regardless of how you want to spin it, I mean, I don't, I personally don't give a uh, a shit whether or not he's gay or like. I'm not gonna be that homophobic person that goes on his page and like tells him he's canceled. I think that's stupid. But it is funny that he would try to justify it in this way. Yeah, no, it was phenomenal. But that clip you sent me, and like, especially like on Izzy Dre's page, like, like he edits the fucking video amazingly with all these people. Like, <laughs> my favorite is- one's the the LeBron James one where he's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is that from?" Um, I don't. I, I, was it a game? might have been but he was so angry in that clip yeah yeah, that that was a good one and then to um close it off on this about a a different topic we spoke about on one of our episodes um the six nine episode so apparently the latest thing is that he's gonna hire 24 7 security that on average will cost him around like 3.3 million dollars a year he might be able to pay for it, but not forever. Not forever, though, bro. Like, uh, yo, again, I don't wish death upon anyone, but, bro, my man's gonna, like, I really think he should go in fucking hiding. Like, the more and more we've discussed this, and, like, I've seen, like, bro, someone's gonna try to put a hit on him. I, I get, like, he needs the security. Yeah. Like, and then, yeah, to your point, like, I don't know if he's banking on, he's gonna have a hit, and he'll just be able to afford this shit forever, but, bro, like... Well, I think after a certain amount of time, people are gonna care less like i don't know if dude I mean, people i don't know us for sure us, but like people who he fucked over 
But I mean, when you think about other rappers, just like a, a Chief Keef or whoever who who didn't snitch but might have like clapped somebody's cousin or whatever. Right. Like they never get touched. So in my mind, I'm I'm just curious who's who's really gonna take it that far to like drive to Calabasas and like send a hit. Like I I, I don't I'm not we're obviously not involved in street life to know like the logistics behind everything but i feel like there's a lot of rappers who didn't snitch who might have done dirt who are readily available to get clapped and it's just not happening yeah so yeah i know man but i i, I mean more and more i think about it i mean i think he's definitely getting out and oh, sure and, and he mean he already signed a 10 million dollar deal we saw that um I know what fucking label, but yeah, they gave him fucking 10 mil. That's, dude, wild, bro. Wild. Bro, snitches get stitches, but apparently snitches get paid, bro. So, like, yeah. this shit, this shit changes the whole narrative right now. All right? I mean, in all honesty, I'm still going to listen to what he has to say because everyone's going to be curious. And even if you try to avoid it, it's going to end up on your Instagram page. So. 100%, bro. There's dude, no way of when avoid. he has the number one record, like after like a year of being out of jail, it's like, oh my god, like yeah. we keep fucking feeding the troll, bro. <laughs> well, it's it's gonna be an interesting story for sure because he, he'll probably be literally the first. Like I think a lot of big rappers, like even Fifty Cent and stuff, like have had snitching rumors, but like Takashi's where we have like clear, concrete evidence <laughs> that he literally told on somebody. The audio's there, the paperwork. He'll probably even admit it himself, and he's gonna end up being doing just as fine as anyone else when it comes to like money, bro. But if you think about, it, I don't know if we touched upon this in our last episode when we spoke about it, but like, think about Takashi's fan base, bro. It's fucking fourteen to twenty year olds. You know what I mean? Like, they don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, yeah, they they literally don't care at all. They don't care. Like, is his shit gonna make them feel like they're a gangster or a hood when they're not? And if yes, then that's what they're fucking listening to. Like that's, yeah, that's where it is, bro. So yeah, I can definitely like yeah, maybe like people our age are like, nah, I'm good, right. but I'm gonna listen to it just to fucking listen, right. like hear it. And I'm intrigued. Like, is he fucking apologizing? Is he saying like fuck everybody? Like, I mean, it's interesting how it works though, because like Birdman, for instance, who I randomly ran into on a fucking one of those electric scooters, um. At in, the mall. Uh, in LA though, right? Yeah, in LA at the mall. Yeah. He was on the side of the mall, just fucking posted up with the white hoodie, looked terrified. Um, like somebody was out to get him. But Did you say what's um, up to him? Yes, yeah, so I was like, Oh, what's up, Bird Man? I smiled, like I wasn't trying to like hug him or hold it uh fucking shake his hand or anything. And he kinda like from the corner of his hoodie looked over and was just like, Hey. But I think he's just in a position where he like He's just not open to the public because he has so much, I'm sure, a lot of haters. Yeah. Um, but he seems to be a person who's allegedly known for, like, unwilling to pay people that he works with. So it's it's almost like he's breaking the rules and, and trust by working with someone, potentially making millions off of them and just flat out refusing to to give them what they worth and i mean isn't that something like a fucking dope dealer would clap somebody over um 
so with that one too, like it's a fucking so. The thing with that though, it's specifically Little Wayne who's claiming he doesn't get paid though, right? Because we've no, never. I think, heard... I think I think that's the biggest one, but from what I've heard from like people who have worked with him in the past, he he'll he'll basically do work with you, and he'll only pay you after you take him to court. So it's it's not that he's not gonna pay you, but he's gonna make you like work for it by fucking hiring lawyers and shit until he like gives it up. Yes, sir. I know. I heard about the little Wayne thing, and then obviously I heard about like the producers on those albums who also didn't get paid. Yeah. But then, then dude, like, but think about it, like, dude, he's still relevant to this day because he fucking like put Young Thug on, Rich Homie Quan on, like, Drake's never mad, never complained about getting paid, like, so. Unless he's afraid or just like happy, because like, if you made twenty million, but you know you really should have gotten thirty, you might be like i don't give a fuck because this is 20 million i would have never had so yeah i don't know but yeah i mean i would i mean i if i had a fucking opportunity but they were saying the same thing about diddy back in the early 2000s bro yeah like there was legit videos about like a diddy is a curse like he will either get you killed or put in jail he will take all your money like uh-huh. so i don't know bro i feel like everybody's trying to eat so like if i if i if i'm a rapper i don't have a chance of eating well with a certain guy who may have a different agenda like your point like yeah if i can get 20 maybe i have to give up five for that then fuck it i'll take my 20 so yeah and by no means trying to say snitching's the same as fucking taking more of what you feel but i feel like i guess there's a lot of shady business that goes on that people turn a blind eye to um not that you have to cancel the person but i think a lot of people just refuse to acknowledge that some of these rappers and, and shit are doing things that aren't necessarily uh morally correct right um but dude another funny thing is that I, the new beats by uh dre commercial for the nba is like the travis scott song highest in the room it's like bro like dude like these corporations are gonna fucking mm-hmm. make so much money of all these artists until like that artist has like the massive drug case and they go to jail forever bro like it's hysterical to me yeah yeah, it's it's definitely a, a double standard thing going bro, on. Bro, have you seen the highest in the room video? No. Bro, watch this shit after you spoke something. Is it literally good? Is it just like a trippy, colorful no, video? As fuck, bro. Okay. As fuck, like I the was, song I, didn't do a whole lot for me, but now I'm gonna have to watch the video because I didn't realize it was out. If you listen to the song a couple more times, I think you're gonna fucking love that song as well. But the video itself, like if you're if you're high, bro, you're gonna be like, holy fuck. Like visually, it's it's super creative. I think most of his videos actually are pretty creative. Like he's never been that rapper who's just like him, like at a club, just like yeah. Rapping. No, I like, love his always videos. Always been like a vision into like his uh, like a, a peek into like how his brain works. Like yeah, it, it it it's trippy as fuck, bro. Word. All right, fam. I mean, anything else you want to touch upon before we uh wrap it up? No, I think we covered all the the main things. We'll get into it uh, next week, obviously. If you um, haven't already, please subscribe, like, share, comment. Um, let's try to get to, to 10 subscribers. 10 subscribers before <laughs> By next episode. Yes, before 2020. That should be very achievable. We don't want to end this shit on a, <laughs> a low note. But I do. So I have the uh, the data from. So our first episode on the podcast, at least, has hit 20 listeners. So nice. moving up, baby. Hey, steady progress. That's all we can ask for. Facts. 
I right, do appreciate you. It was great seeing you again this uh, this weekend. And uh, we'll link up and uh, top it up next week. Sure. Peace. Peace.